0: Hello, hello and welcome to Think Social, the smart marketing podcast for millennials brought to you by Sherilyn Gomes and Lauren Quinn.
1: Coming up on today's show, how to prepare your business for the holiday season.
0: We'll be talking to the marketing connoisseur and music diva Demelza Leonard on how she conquers the Christmas period. Melza, thank you so much for joining us this week on Think Social. We're so excited to have you on board.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm really super excited to be here. Before we get into the show, can you tell us a bit about how your marketing journey began? Um, Really interestingly,
2: I was originally in media, so I was um, a music journalist and kind of started seeing all the marketing that was coming through for advertising with the magazine that I was working for and thought, you know what, I'd actually really love to jump the fence. So I did some studies um, and became a marketing director of an events, a club night events business and ran that very successfully for three years and then realised that 22 hour days in working at home or in the office trying to get stuff ready for the club and then having to go to the club was just getting a bit much for me and um, just by chance fell into um, a position as a promotions coordinator for a multinational company that dealt with um, shopping centre management Um, and then from promotions coordinator worked my way up within four years to marketing manager and actually was marketing manager of one of Pert's um, known shopping centres.
0: Wow, that's that's really interesting. So just within four years, you went from promotions to straight up marketing manager. Yeah,
2: it was, um, it was really interesting. I was very fortunate that when I was studying media in uni, um, I was a customer service, you know, one of those lovely ladies that tell you which direction to go down the mall, yeah. or, <laughs> you know, calls you over the PA because you've lost your mum. I, I, so I had a little bit of knowledge as to how shopping centres ran. And I used to kind of help um, the marketing girls in terms of putting, out collateral across the center so there was always that interest in it Mm -hmm. Um, but I was so headstrong at the time for media 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 that I didn't necessarily care too much about looking into the marketing side of things and when I went back into the shopping centers it was a really great learning curve for me because not only was I working um, for a huge corporation but I was learning so much at the same time you know I was being taught how to read the reports and analyse the reports and, you know, unfortunately my marketing manager got quite ill so she was away for three months um, recuperating and in that three months they didn't really put anyone in her position so I had to very quickly learn the ways (laughs) of a marketing manager and I was very lucky because I had a great centre manager who kind of helped me and would show me the way Um, and we already had that marketing strategy to kind of work on so yeah so into it pretty much thrown into the deep end but thankfully had the knowledge and the understanding that what was needed and was lucky that I had a team who had trust in me being more than capable of doing it. Um, and yeah, was able to become a, a marketing manager um, for a year for the um, a shopping centre. So it was a mat leave um, contract. So when she came um, back, I ended up having to go back to my old position which was way too far for me you know I was in traffic for like three hours a day so I just thought no I can't I can't do this anymore you know my legs were like dead by the time I get home so um, that's when I decided to take the leap and start DL Social which is now my um, social media marketing and publicity consultancy so it's literally fused everything that I love doing my knowledge my experience and you know have worked on that for the
1: last four years so yeah that's super exciting and we were <laughs> lucky enough to have you for perth podcast week and we saw all of your knowledge first yeah. so <laughs> testament that it is really great thank you um so we saw the article that you wrote on inside small business around marketing at christmas time so mm-hmm. we we're hoping to dive a bit deeper into that topic and see how our listeners can implement strategies around christmas and hope to get new clients definitely Christmas time is the biggest and I mean
2: it's no secret when it comes to Christmas there is so much marketing messages that are out there and so many marketing messages rather and it's just something that you need to be able to get your name out there so people have you as top of mind. As a small business that's a lot harder when we're dealing with huge budgets that all these other big corporations or franchises might have. But there's a little, there's a lot of little things that we can do as small businesses to really build a community within our business and then have them be our loyal advocates, ambassadors and customers. Um, and one one thing that I suggest that everyone does is actually consider their marketing campaigns and what they're going to be doing for Christmas a lot earlier. So if you haven't started in October, then I would get onto it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because what we've seen in the last few years is that the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales actually now have an impact On the retail market in Australia. Yeah, I go, I go ballistic. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and even if you're in fashion, I mean, we've just had the Vogue, um, the Vogue night, um, which was a (laughs) lot. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not looking forward to my bank balance this (laughs) (laughs) this month. But um, you know, a lot of the times that tends to play for kind of the fashion leading into spring racing carnival, Mm. all the Christmas functions that are coming up. So it's not necessarily as impactful as that Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. And we're seeing this US-based campaign really penetrate the Australian market. Now, A, because of technology and the internet, but B, because it's giving people that opportunity to get their Christmas stuff Early. Um, Australia alone had a 28% spending increase from f- that Friday to that Monday last wow. year in 2018. Wow. So, and 56% of that was from international corporations. Um, you know Black Friday is something that has always been associated with people who missed out on Thanksgiving and sat outside department stores <laughs> in the US for their f- cheap fridge or you know our boxing day sales yeah. the equivalent of that yeah but now because of that globalization of the, the um, ca- those campaigns it's now smooshed Black Friday and Cyber Monday together and we're seeing everything from those high-end high-priced goods like your electronics and your cameras right through to your lifestyle products like mm-hmm. your fashion, your shoes, your handbags. um, And people are now spending earlier when it comes to Christmas. So then those things can arrive on time or they're knocking off that list the way they need to. This year is going to be very interesting because it's the first year since we're seeing such a huge increase in this particular spending habit um, that Cyber Monday falls on the 1st of December. So oh, it's wow. going to have an impact <laughs> yeah. on December sales. So this is why I say to everyone, start planning earlier because you can capitalise on that. And it doesn't matter whether you're in retail, it doesn't matter whether you're in a service, you can use your business and the services and products that you're, more you are you want to sell to get people thinking about you mm. and giving them those extra little discounts that's going to make them want to make um make that purchase. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Because I know as a consumer, I am um, like in the lead up to Christmas, I actually have like a list of gifts that I put together for, you know, my friends and family. And I stagger out those purchases so that I'm not caught without money yeah, <laughs> come December. Yeah. So like I start spending in September, October, because mm-hmm. a lot of the times I've got a couple of big ticket items that I need to, you know, spread out over the course of the next couple of months. Um, but To see those sales come on early, for me, that's a huge win. And that gets me so excited.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But what you're seeing is that's having that impact on the December sales as well. So it's really interesting. And we're in a climate where it is a very weak retail climate at the moment um, now as well. So definitely the number one tip is start planning earlier. Um, As I said, if you haven't already done it, make some time this week. Sit down nut out exactly what you want to put out there and then work on your plan to get that going forward. Awesome. There.
0: So ideally speaking, when should a business
2: start planning for the holiday season? You'll find a lot of the bigger um, businesses. I know when I was working in the shopping centres, we were planning Christmas from September, October. Um, granted, when it came to decorations, when it came to Santa Claus, like these are things that we had to book very, very quickly. Otherwise, we were kind of having to look at, okay, well, this company's out or we're going to have to put our decorations up on Halloween because there's no space for us to put the decorations up around per um, around the centre yeah. um, because we're competing with all the other shopping centres and all the other buildings that actually have decorations up As well. So we always had to start that planning well in advance. The beauty of that is it meant that we knew we had to have our social media consistent. We knew what our Christmas campaign was going to be. So the photo shoots or any of the creation and the content. I mean, obviously, as a shopping centre, you're going to have an agency that helps with you. But as a small business owner, you can now look at okay, do I need to look at a graphic designer or do I need to create that artwork on Canva? Um, Everything should be consistent. So it gives you that time to look at, is my website consistent? Is my email segmentation going to assist me to actually help get the message across that I want this year? Um, you know, is there, is there anything offline that I need? Do I have to get printing done? Is, and, and the number one thing is, is everything consistent? The other thing to consider as well is, am I going to be different because everyone does twenty five days lead up to Christmas or the twelve days of Christmas and you wanna be thinking outside the Christmas stocking, as I like to call it.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. I think you could almost look at the supermarkets in terms of when to start your campaign. <laughs> Pretty like, yeah. They bring out, I think they've already got Christmas the, chocolate. They've got Halloween
0: and Christmas stuff out at the same yeah, time. The
1: pudding, it's insane. The puddings have been out, I think, since Father's Day, to be yeah. honest. So and then as soon as Christmas stops, you'll have hot cross buns. Yeah. So you could almost plan your marketing strategies just around what Coles is yeah. doing. What food has come <laughs> out. Oh, okay, the hot cross buns are out. <gasps> oh. Time to look at Easter. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, I <laughs> kind it. of a reminder because I think a lot of people, for Christmas especially get in this kind of denial of it's like no I can't think about it because that means spending it's kind of like a Christmas equals having no money almost so they're like just put it (laughs) off and put it off but Coles is
2: doing it so well I think also it's it's about smart planning and most good marketers will have a year-long plan now whether that's yearly or financial yearly to financial yearly, but you at least know when... It's similar to your social media content plan. You you know when those days are that you need to be starting to implement campaigns. And then just have a look at your communications plan and all the things that you want to do for that campaign and count back on your calendar. And that will give you a good understanding of where you should start planning, putting things together, understanding what budget you might have for it um, and how much money you want to spend in Christmas if you've got the money to do that, because there are a lot of other things that you can do um, that are free or low cost to help you get out there as well.
0: Okay, so what are some of the key things that small businesses, because I know you were talking about um, large corporations planning out their calendar well in advance, but what are some key things that small to mid-tier businesses should be looking at doing?
2: Definitely plan out your calendar for the year. Um, because again, that's going to help you with Christmas. It's going to help you identify when Black Friday and Cyber Monday is, so you can jump on the
1: bandwagon for that. So you mentioned before about thinking outside the Christmas stocking and not doing your 12 days of Christmas sales and things like that. I'm wondering if it's almost worth capitalising on those ideas as something that's kind of trendy, and then you suggested going away from that. Can you talk a bit more about it?
2: Yeah, because what you're going to have is, you, you know, marketing is all about having a unique selling point. And if you're doing a campaign that's very similar to five other people within your space, your message is then going to start getting confused within their messaging. And what you should be really focusing on is your products and your service, and really filling that, um, solving that problem from your audience. So your customers are coming to you because they're thinking that you might have something to solve their Christmas buying problem. So, yeah, so what you want to be doing is making sure that you're utilising your unique selling point and really hammering that message home as opposed to getting lost in the 12 days of Christmas or 25 yeah. days of Christmas. You could still do a campaign similar to that, but really identify what's going to put you top of mind and really be different from what everyone else is doing. Things like fast delivery, um, you know if you're in a particular local area you might offer free delivery within 24 hours you know there's um I received an email yesterday from I can't remember which fashion label it was (laughs) but if I was based in Melbourne so obviously they hadn't done their segmentation correctly um they were you could order your Melbourne cup dress today tomorrow and Sunday and they would deliver it have it delivered by Monday to your door so they were obviously doing their own personal delivery but they were filling and helping to solve that problem so that's the type of things you should be looking at you know even a gift guide to actually say is this the person that you're looking for is this the person that you're trying to fill this Christmas stocking for here's our ideas of our products that is going to help you solve that you know buy these products or maybe there's a Christmas bundle or a Christmas package you know get three of these and get one free or you know this is what we would make up like a little hamper package or something along those lines where it's coming back to your business as opposed to here's our campaign.
1: Yeah I really like that idea of having more of a story behind it as well and how we can help you rather than just saying 12 days of Christmas, here's 50% off, which is always great. But it's nice to have a bit of a story if you want to kind of keep those customers for January and (laughs) February. Well,
2: that's it. It's it's a year-long thing that we need to be considering. Considering. And when you look at things like 12 Days of Christmas, everyone's really excited about the first couple of days. And what you'll notice is, especially if you're utilizing social media in your platforms, your engagement is going to drop off and off and off and off and off. And by the time you get to that last one, your stats are nowhere near what it was building that hype and and launching on day one because it's just, it's really, it's just sales message after sales message after sales message. And that's not what social media is about.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you know what that brings to mind? Mecca's um, Christmas campaigns. Every year I so look forward to seeing what artists they've picked to decorate their packaging. And I think, I mean, you don't necessarily have to have Mecca's budget when mm-hmm. it comes to Christmas campaigns but or the holiday season campaigns, but I think even just something as simple as, you know, having cute wrapping or cute packaging and presenting the product well and, you know, making sure it's all wrapped up nicely. Like Peter Alexander, I go there and I know that whatever I buy, it'll be all wrapped up and it's good to go. I can Mm. just pop it under the tree. Same with Mecca. So like ensuring you do something as simple as wrapping it nicely in some cute little you know, holiday, festive season wrapping paper.
2: something that's on brand. You know, there's so many places where you can actually get custom-made ribbons that you can then tie in a bow. You know, you might have Merry Christmas from whatever your brand is and it's in your colours because – when someone And this is where your social media can come into play because you're sharing your products, then being gifted to people because they're on Instagram stories or they're on Facebook stories and they're recording themselves opening this. Oh, look at this. Oh, it's so lovely. You know, even have a little card with a, a Christmas message of thank you for supporting our business. You know, you've made, made up Christmas Day or, you know, something that just makes them feel really happy that they've, made that purchase or they've received that gift from someone knowing that they've helped a small business along the way. Yeah. It's just that feel good which Christmas is all about, but it's getting that wow factor from it as well.
0: Yeah, I mean like let's be honest, how many of us really love the look of packaging like everything from um glass house candles to you know unboxing Tiffany boxes <laughs> and just yep. every Everything with a really pretty package. It doesn't matter if you buy the smallest thing, you know, from that e-commerce store or from mm. Louis Vuitton. Mm. Like the smallest thing is okay, but the packaging, the yeah. the, the big box and the bag that comes in. <laughs> think, about,
2: think about the um, Kim Kardashian, <laughs> like, whilst I'm talking about the Kardashians here, think about the Kim Kardashian effect when she launched her beauty brand. Yes, you already had Kylie who was in that space, but when she sent those packages to the influencers and they had custom-made bubble wrapping that was inside and it was these beautiful boxes and there was like money clips and all sorts that went with her product but it just made people go wow and then she worked with that with influencers to bring that some sort of virility she used that really well and it's those types of things of how can we think outside the box that people are going to go wow I want to do this or I want something similar for my brand like not copy what Kim Kardashian's done but what can you think of that relates to your brand that is going to make people go I have to put this on Instagram stories like this is the most amazing gift that I have ever seen or amazing parcel that I've ever received um, and that's what's going to help get you out there and give you guys some more followers as well that's awesome
1: okay so we finish every episode just asking what are your marketing predictions for 2020
2: Ooh, well post Christmas okay, very interesting. <laughs> I think what we're going to see is that online is just going to continue to increase as we start seeing, those types um, like email marketing is having a real strong push at the moment um, particularly with services that are assisting and making people more aware of what they should and shouldn't be doing so I definitely think email marketing is going to be huge we're going to see um, augmented reality have a huge play um, over the next few few years even particularly when you look at, um, I think it's NARS. I could be wrong. They're um, working with Instagram stories at the moment to have augmented reality filters of their makeup. (laughs) I see your face there. (laughs) (laughs) and, And they're working with one other label. I can't remember exactly what the clothing label was, but they're working with that. So the potential of actually going into a store and trying on now to see how it looks these augmented reality filters are going to actually start alleviating some of that. So I love really,
0: that. It's great <laughs> it's for window shoppers who don't necessarily want to buy things, but feel good in a new outfit. <laughs> well,
2: you come like, how many people do you speak to when you might've bought a dress and they're like, oh my gosh, I love your dress. Where did you get it from? And it's some online store and they're like, oh, I'm too scared to buy online because I don't know what it's going to look like on me. This is going to fill that problem that people have because they're going to be able to use these filters To do that. So, I definitely think those are going to be two of the big things that we're going to see when it comes to um, small business, particularly as retail, Um, there's predictions it is going to move up and and be on the incline I think we're still a little bit away from that Um, we've got a a little bit more to go before we reach yeah
0: it's looking a bit grim at the moment but hopefully the uh, holiday season should inject some much needed funds into our
1: small businesses very Mm. much so Well, I think that's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for coming and chatting with us.
2: Thank you for having me. It was so lovely to have
0: you here and talk all things Christmas. I know we talked a little bit offline um, about our infatuation with Christmas, but we'll continue that discussion soon. (laughs) Thanks so much,
2: Jamelza. Thank you for having me.
1: If you loved this episode of Think Social, make sure to follow Demelza on Instagram at Demelza Leonard and at DL underscore social. As for us, as always, you can find us at thinksocial.podcast. Until next time. Bye. Is that peppy?
0: That was peppy.